Today we look ahead to the All-Star Weekend where three Islanders are now participating. Plus, rumors abound that Lou Lamorello may not be done trading before the deadline. We'll break down some of the possibilities. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could be with us today. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. We have got a lot to get to on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question for us, a comment about something we've talked about on the show, or maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter, at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter, at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I am live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, and hey, starts again Monday night after the All-Star weekend, so looking forward to that. I'll give you instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with Islander fans game time or any time. We have got a lot to get to, but to me right now, the biggest news is this. Lou Lamorello, uh, rumors floating around that, you know, he may not be done just yet, even after adding Bo Horvat. And th- this quote comes from NHL insider Kevin Weeks. And, you know, Weeksy, former Islanders goalie, former, uh, you know, well, played for a lot of teams, including all three New York area teams. But Weeksy, uh, you know, definitely one of those insiders who who sort of plugged in with a lot of the movers and shakers in this league. And basically, he said this. He said, I think this Islander team has goaltending that's this good, elite, in Sorokin and Varlamov. Varlamov comes in and plays like a number one goalie. You're in every game. They have a chance. We know they didn't have the goal-scoring threat, so now you add Horvat. Is that enough? No. Is it a lot? Yes. It'll certainly help, I believe. But then, 
he said, all things being equal, I don't necessarily think the Islanders are done shopping yet. I do not think they are finished shopping yet. So that is what Kevin Weeks said on NHL Network on Thursday. And it's uh, interesting. Now, some of the names that have been uh, rumored to be available on the market, well, you still talk about Brock Besser and Vladimir Tarasenko, although the odds are that unless those players are rentals only, it would be very difficult for the Islanders to sign them to long-term deals. Although, again, that obviously depends on what they are willing to give up because if you include some of the higher-priced players, it does free up a little bit of cap space. But we have to see. The other problem is, and we'll discuss this in a different context a little bit later on, I think Kevin Weeks is right. I think that Lou Lamorello does have another move coming before the trade deadline, maybe even a couple of more moves. And I think we're looking at possibly a puck-moving defenseman because I don't think he's completely comfortable with either Robin Salo or Sebastian Ajo as a defenseman in the playoffs. And I'm not sure I am either. I, I, I think those players are still iffy in their own zone and to get a, a, a defenseman who can move the puck and still be consistent in his own zone, I think would be something that could definitely benefit this Islanders team, but it's not as big a priority as goal scorers. And so, you know, your Bessers and your Tarasenko's higher priced other names, however, that have been bandied about Ivan Barbashev and Noel Asiardi of the uh, Asiari rather of the St. Louis Blues. And I've heard those names bandied about. I just don't know how good a fit they are on the Islanders. First of all, both of those players are natural centers, but what they are is depth pieces and players who don't cost a lot of money. Uh, Barbashev is right now 27 years old, won't turn 28 until next December. So he just turned 27 barely a couple of months ago. And he's a player who is not having a great year, nine goals, 24 points in 51 games. But last year, 26 goals, a career high, and 60 points in 81 games. So, you know, adding him, he has a cap hit of $2.25 million for the year. You get the feeling that it wouldn't be as, you know, big a deal to add him. And he's the type of guy you could even keep. But does he add enough offense, you know, you get the situation where, okay, a player like this uh, or uh, Asiari also, you know, Asiari is 31, just turned 31, so he's a little bit older, but the cap hit 1.25 million. Again, a natural center. Again, not producing a lot offensively right now. 10 goals, 18 points in 51 games, but... In 2019-2020, with the Florida Panthers, in just 66 games, he did score 20 goals. 
He's not a great passer. He had 20 goals and 7 assists that year. Had only uh, a career high of 8 assists back in 2018-2019. He's matched that this year. But again, this is the kind of player where he doesn't cost you a lot. It, you know, it's a low-risk, high-reward kind of a... Well, not high-reward, but low-risk, moderate-reward kind of a thing that would fit under the salary cap. To me, the only way you acquire another center now, though, is to trade a center away. And I think they would be better off going with wings uh, as far as trying to add offense. And either, to me, you go for sort of the wing equivalent of a Barbashev and an Asiari, or you, you try to get someone on an expiring deal as a rental and you know then maybe if you can't re-sign Bo Horvat you could sign that player or uh, you let them go depending on how the team does in uh, the rest of the season and possibly into the playoffs but you know right now I don't think the Islanders have what it takes to pull off another high profile blockbuster trade just because the teams that are sellers at the deadline are typically looking for draft picks and prospects. Guess what the Islanders don't have in abundance right now? Draft picks and prospects. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the prospect angle of it in our next segment, we'll go over the top five prospects in the Islanders organization right now uh, and and sort of explain where they fit in and what, if anything, the Islanders would want to give up. Because let's face it, you look over the roster right now in Bridgeport, maybe, maybe Iskakov is the kind of guy who might be able to come up and help, but a lot of uh, scouts think he's still a year away there's not a lot of NHL-ready players down in Bridgeport right now who would be considered top prospects. We have more to get to. We'll talk about the prospects, plus the All-Star Weekend, and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at FanDuel. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sportsbook betting partner because, you know, they are the number one sportsbook in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. Download the FanDuel app now so you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line, point spreads, to even who will score a touchdown. The FanDuel Sportsbook app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. So prospects, and, you know, we've talked about it since the trade, and the Islanders have now traded away four straight 
uh, number one draft picks. Their last number one pick was Simon Holmstrom, who is now in the NHL. And a couple of weeks ago, uh, The Athletic ranked all the team's 2023 prospect pools. And the Islanders were ranked 27th. But, of course, that included as their number one prospect, Atu Ratu, who is now a member of the Vancouver Canucks organization. So, the top players right now, William Dufour uh, is the number one prospect on the Islanders. He is in Bridgeport. We saw him play one game with the big club. It wasn't necessarily pretty, but I'm not worrying about that. Dufour just... 20 years old, has a good shot. The big question about William Dufour is his skating ability, and that's the thing he needs to get better at in order to claim a spot on the roster next season. The next highest-ranked prospect is Callie Odelius, the defenseman, 18 years old, and, you know, not the most offensive minded guy, but a good, solid two-way defenseman, probably a second pair guy once he gets to the NHL, but again, still over in Europe and only 18 years old. Statistically, you know, he's in the second tier league right now, and you get the feeling he is at least a couple of years away right now. Samuel Bolduke is the third-ranked player in the Islanders organization. He is with either Bridgeport or the Islanders, depending on when you ask. And I think he's looked solid when called upon to play for the New York Islanders. He's 22, left-handed shot, and kind of projecting as a big top four kind of a, of a defenseman. He's six foot four. He can skate pretty well, although skating backwards is needs a little bit of work. Probably, you know, maybe a a, a four, five, six kind of a defenseman. Uh, not necessarily going to be a star, but can be, you know, maybe a Scotty Mayfield kind of a of a guy uh, over maybe a little bigger and a little more physical, but but sort of that style. The fourth highest prospect in the Islanders organization right now is Ruslan Ishkakov. And Ishkakov, he could play center, he could play wing. He's 22 years old. And, you know, look, he has been in Finland, he has been in Germany, now he's in Bridgeport, and got off to a very strong start, cooled off a little bit uh, in the sort of last month or so, but now in the last week, getting back into sort of his groove, and he's got a really good shot, needs to get a little stronger positionally, but overall, someone who is considered, uh, you know, up and coming, probably needs another year to get used to North America, and, you know, a lot of scouts, not as high on him as I am, but... You know, he's good. He's got good hockey sense. Not a lot of size, but very good hockey sense. And the way he's able to sort of manipulate defenders and make them do what he wants them to do, I think, is a key to his game. 
The fifth prospect is already with the Islanders, and that's Simon Holmstrom, 21 years old. And, you know, it took him a little time, Holmstrom, to adjust to playing in North America and the, the narrower rink and, and, and just sort of the way it, you know, the, the, the way that it looks. He has put on a little size to, to go with his frame, and, and that's very good. Still needs to get into those dirty areas a little bit more. He's a little bit too uh, reluctant to be physical at times. But he is improving in that area. And, you know, at times we've seen him do some good things with the Islanders. And at times we've noticed, hey, Simon Holmstrom, you still have some things you need to do in order to become a full-time NHL player. Now, Holmstrom is 21 years old. So, you know, solid in that respect. He's still young, still has time. And in 24 games, two goals, three points, and uh, an even plus minus. Here's the thing. 24 games with the Islanders, three hits. I think that when I talk about his need to be more physical, right there in a nutshell, that statistic kind of tells you everything you need to know. You should not be playing 24 NHL games and only be credited with three hits. Hey, Matt Martin's had that in a, in a shift on occasion. So those are the top five prospects available to the Islanders. And the reason I'm going over this now is that, again, at the trade deadline, the teams that are sellers are looking for draft picks and prospects. The Islanders don't have a draft pick this coming year, and it'd be tough for them to trade their 2024 draft pick because of the way the Bo Horvat trade is configured where the pick is top 12 protected. So if the Islanders end up with one of the first 12 picks this year, uh, they can't trade their pick because they need to know they're not going to have to spend that 2024 pick and send it to Vancouver until they know, and at the trade deadline, they won't know that they don't have a top 12 pick. So the earliest draft pick you could trade is 2025, or you could do the conditional, we'll send you the 2024, and if that doesn't work, you know, if we have to send that to Vancouver, we'll send you the 2025. Or or do they send the 2023, even if it is a top 12 pick? There are options, but they look increasingly bad. So picks, the Islanders are not filled with those. Prospects, they're not so filled with those either. One of the probably bottom three or four prospect pools in the league, according to most scouts. That's why I think the next move by Lou Lamorello will either be player for player, uh, a future pick, or sort of a, a depth kind of guy who can help but will not be that 30-goal difference maker kind of player. We still have three Islanders going to the All-Star game. Only two of them are officially representing the Islanders, but we'll talk a little bit about the All-Star weekend, what it means. Plus, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. 
So the All-Star Weekend, there are three Islanders. Only two of them are officially representing the Islanders. Well, no, they're all representing the Islanders, but only two of them are playing for the Metropolitan Division. Bo Horvat is going to play for the Pacific Division, but will represent the Islanders. So, you know, there's sort of a partial representation there, I guess, if you look at it. Obviously, Brock Nelson was the original pick for the Islanders, and then Ilya Sorokin very deservedly voted to the All-Star team. 19 goals for Nelson, 46 points. He does lead the Islanders in points. Uh, 11 of those 46 points coming on the power play. So, you know, Nelson goes and Sorokin, hard to believe, look at this, the 9.23 save percentage, the 2.38 goals against average, four shutouts, and yet his record is 16-16-4, which means that out of the 36 starts, he has only won 16 of them. He's lost 20. Now, he got a point in four of those 20. But here's a goalie who is playing his heart out, playing so well, and yet has a NHL 500 record. That statistic in a nutshell tells you how badly the Islanders needed a goal scorer. And Bo Horvat, right now, on pace for exactly 50 goals if he continues to score at the same pace he did with the Vancouver Canucks once he joins the Islanders. Part of the reason the Islanders have played three more games than the Canucks did when the deal was made. I think, to me, the All-Star Weekend, just have fun. Uh, you know, when I was younger and, and it was a little more of a physical game at the All-Star Game, I cared a little bit more. Now, to me, the skills competition and, and sort of the events of the weekend are more enjoyable than the games itself. The three-on-three -three is more fitting, I think. I like the fact that the NHL went that route. It's kind of like playing shinny out there uh, on, an, uh, on a pond in some ways, but... You know, what you get to see, with the exception of the goalies who are very often hung out to dry in these games, but what you get to see is some of the most skilled players in the game being able to show off what they do. And, you know, as a hockey fan, as long as I don't look at it as a hockey game, <clears throat> it's just a fun little tournament, uh, then I, I can enjoy the All-Star Weekend. So it's coming in South Florida on Saturday, looking forward to it, skills competition, all-star game, the whole weekend, and um, really looking forward to and set to enjoy that. So plenty for Islander fans to look at and think about and get their first look at Bo Horvat as he unofficially, or officially anyway, represents the New York Islanders. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day, and uh, yesterday... Thursday was the 46th birthday of former Islanders winger Mark Parrish. Parrish originally a third-round pick of the Colorado Avalanche back in 1996, made his NHL debut with the Florida Panthers, and then came to the Islanders in 2000-2001, had a 30-goal season and 60 points in 2001-2002. That was his best season with the Isles. Followed that up with a 23-goal campaign, a 24-goal campaign, and then another 24 goals in just 57 games before he was dealt 
to the LA Kings, later played for the Wild, the Stars, the Lightning, and the Sabres before hanging up his skates after the 2010-2011 season. Played 345 games with the Islanders, 118 goals, 214 points, and 122 penalty minutes. So Mark Parrish is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Good goal scorer, native of Adina, Minnesota, and a guy who really was sort of a solid, physical uh, guy who could put the puck in the net. Not not a penalty minute kind of guy, but also not afraid to go into the corners and do what he needed to do, and uh, had a darn good shot during his time with the Islanders. So happy birthday, Mark Parrish. He is now... Uh, 46 years old, and uh, his place in Islanders history is secure. And look, the Islanders made the playoffs 2002, uh, 3, and 4, back-to-back-to-back years. And certainly Mark Parrish and his strong play was a big reason for that. Can't believe we are here. The, this week has been very eventful as far as the a uh, big trade was concerned, and now the All-Star game is coming, and we are very much looking forward to the All-Star weekend. But more importantly, Monday, we will have our first view of Bo Horvat in an Islanders uniform in a regular season game. We'll be back on Monday to preview that game and give you all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and of course... Let's go Islanders!